Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well include adult situations and language, so if you're a child, or if you just don't like hearing that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. But also keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the beginning of a new adventure as Helpful Goat Presents Tear Beyond the Doors. My name is Galway Trainer, the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Games, and I will be your DM for this homebrewed D&D 5e campaign in which my friends and I build and explore a magical, or not so magical, actually, world together. Without further ado, allow me to introduce you to the wonderful storytellers who will be entertaining you. Ever-present, ever-lurking, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Games, Andy, playing Rook. Hey, what's happening? Always ensuring that the enemy can't feel too proud of their ridiculous plans, Lena, playing Sunny Sunriel. Hi. He's made you laugh or be slightly disturbed. He's made Adam's character slightly more serious, TJ, playing Ariel Run. Good evening, everyone. And making her full cast debut, having provided memorable and sticky guest appearances for us before... Chris or Lee playing Neldor Viet. Hello, and I do love that you always tend to bring that up, Galway. Uh, never, <laughs> ever letting it go. Can't. Too sticky. <laughs> so before we get started for the evening, a few brief announcements. First, we are Helpful Goat Games, small independent game design firm. We are currently in the process of designing and playtesting our own RPG, Adventures in the Void. <laughs> and we stream us playing uh, tabletop RPGs just about every week. If you'd like more information about us, our projects, or our upcoming events, check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com, follow us on Twitter at HelpfulGoat, or see our Facebook page where we are Helpful Goat Gaming. We stream on Twitch as a live listen-in as we record our podcasts, Helpful Goat Presents and Goats and Dragons, which you can find anywhere you get your podcasts. If you enjoy this or anything that we are doing, please consider following us on Twitch, uh, subscribing on Twitch, or cheering some bits. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get a free subscription to a streamer, which is super easy to set up. And you can also subscribe to our podcasts, leave a rating or a review wherever you get them. And as a small game firm, we super appreciate your support, whatever form it takes. For a few notes on the game itself, we are playing D&D 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast in a homebrewed by me campaign setting, Tier. In addition to Wizards of the Coast materials, I'll be using some supplemental materials from Kobold Press. Um, we are playing on Roll20 using Discord for uh, voice. Art is largely drawn from stock photography, which is credited, and the noun project for tokens, emblems, etc. Um, our music is credited below, and mostly depends on Kevin McLeod of Incompetech, with some supplemental from Tabletop Audio and Battle Bards. And now, with that out of the way, allow me to describe to you the world of Tear, as we begin Helpful Goat Presents Tear Beyond the Doors. Welcome to a world of faded magic, burgeoning technology, and numerous mysteries. Welcome, that is, to Tyr. Tyr is a world where magic has mostly withered away, and technical and technological achievements have begun to fill that gap, the resulting products becoming an increasingly vital part of everyday life for its inhabitants. However, even technology has been set back by the fading of magic, as previous technologies had been integrated with that magic. This loss, this disappearance, is believed to be related to the cataclysm that blasted the world long before. This cataclysm reshaped the very world, twisting lands, raising seas, altering climates. Most believe that the world would have ended if not for the intervention of a group of heroic individuals who fought back the cataclysm. The world may be changed, but it still exists and life persists. Our story, however, does not concern ordinary individuals. Our focus will turn to the Arcane Conclave, a group who divined the coming cataclysm 
all those many years ago and built a retreat for themselves deep beneath a mountain, the powerfully magical and concealed fortress Stronghold. There, the members of the Conclave live secret lives, researching magic, the Cataclysm, and having no real contact with the outside world, as only the few chosen by the magical doors of Stronghold itself go out and interact secretively to discern the course of events and the state of the world. The group remains hidden, the small society long ago having decided that the absence of magic in the post-Cataclysm world made it too dangerous to attempt to reintegrate. And life in Stronghold is comfortable. What could ever draw them beyond their doors? So, Sunny, you wipe some dirt off of your hands and blink your eyes against the sunlight radiating down from the ceiling of the farm area where you're working. Um, you sort of stretch your back and work out the kinks from a long day's labor uh, and check the time and realize that it's about time for you to head to the dining hall. Um, what would someone looking at you see? Um, so I look like a human. I'm about five foot five, so kind of average height, um, average-ish weight, not really underweight or overweight. Um, I've got really piercing green eyes, incredibly pale white skin with pink undertones and freckles across my face, and then red hair that's really curly, although right now it's back in a braid to keep it out of my way, and the braid is about um, um, hip long, hip length, hip, hip length, I can talk, and <laughs> really thick. Um, and I just look really, really wholesome and kind of just have this aura of calmness and happiness to me. Um, since I'm in you know, the conclave where I feel safe and happy and comfortable. I'm not armed, um, but I do have a dagger because I'm farming. So so I have that just in case I need to cut things. And yeah, I just look, I look normal and happy. Excellent. So yeah, you're you're all done uh, with your with your shift. Uh, a couple of the other workers who are coming on shift are sort of waving to you as they head into the fields. Um, what would you like to do? I guess go to the dining hall, right? Because you said it was time for that. Well, it's about time. You're supposed to be meeting up with some of your friends. <laughs> oh, I just had the button pushed for my cough. That was great. Um, <laughs> the cough what was button, I actively doing? The cough button isn't for using when you cough. Um, yeah, well... <laughs> It happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were you actively doing? You mean like for work? Yeah. Uh, you were actually just bringing in um, a set of crops that you had uh, sort of been given oversight of because you there was a particular plot of land which was supposed to be um, planted with essentially wheat. Um, and you would felt that that soil would have just been much better uh, for uh, this sort of type of melon. Um, and after a couple of arguments over what was going to be planted there, you were basically told, okay, fine, it can be melons, but you're, you have to take care of them. Um, just, just to point out, Sunny doesn't argue. I just firmly assert what needs to happen and the correct way that farming should be done. And eventually people just agree with me. Often after having slapped themselves in the head with a shovel a couple of times. But yeah, that was, that was more what, less what happened. <laughs> you guys are doing great, aren't you, little melons? You're doing so good. Look at you reaching up to our fake light. You're going to be wonderful, aren't you? Do the plants respond? You, f you feel like they grow <laughs> a little bit faster, but Aww, that's yeah, not really measurable. You guys measurable. are doing good. I'll come check on you tomorrow, okay? I gotta go see my my humanoid friends now. 
Excellent. and I'll head towards the dining hall. So you uh, you step through the doors, and the scene is around you has been. Uh, essentially that of a farm. Uh, There's bright light coming down from above, rows of crops in the soil, um, sort of pools of water for watering, irrigation, etc. And then as soon as you step through a large set of wooden doors, you're in stone hallways uh, lit by magical lights, um, but very, very different from the... The, the farm setting that you had before this. Um, people are bustling by you uh, in either direction. Some people coming to the farm. You recognize some people there to pick supplies up and take them away. Um, others just passing by on their way to other business. Um, and so, yeah, you, you're going to make your way to the dining hall? Yeah. So you, you make your way um, through the hallways familiarly. And uh, this one, this one stings just a little bit because there's no way to get from the farm to the dining hall without passing by the doors. Um, Though it's a little easier this time because the doors have just recently selected someone, your teacher and mentor, Lethereal, and the doors have never selected people this close together. So you you walk by them, flinch away maybe just a little bit. Yeah, I'm just not looking at them. You're not looking at them. You're sort of on the opposite end of the room as as much as possible. So you, you in fact, do not look at these massive, ornate uh, wooden doors that look like they're possibly carved out of living wood. Like the wood itself almost looks still alive and inlaid with gold and gems and bone. Um, But yeah, you try to ignore the hell out of that because they spook you. Um... Even though there seems very odd that someone would be chosen again, multiple people are often chosen, but not with this kind of short gap. It would all be at once or separated by years. And yeah, you make your way uh, to the dining hall um, and you uh, grab some food from the large tables at the front where the products of the farm, uh, some of which you may have named, um, are prepared. Uh, and as you turn back towards the sort of long rows of benches and tables, uh, you see uh, two of your friends. Uh, you see Neldor and Ariel sitting together chatting, and they sort of wave and beckon you over. Uh, and Chris, TJ, would you like to describe what she sees, seeing your characters? Uh, so Ariel um, is uh, a silver dragonborn, about six feet tall, comfortably dressed, um, and uh, with um, sort of onyx black eyes. And as she um, sees um, Sunny, she'll like stand up and go, oh my god, Sunny, how are the melons? All across the dining hall. So... (laughs) You hear sort of sighs from the table as long with like a sort of... by the person that you were right behind and just sort of suddenly booming out. <laughs> uh, Neldor looks up at Ariel. Oh. Uh, Neldor is a... I, I'm a wood elf. I stand about 5'9". I'm just, just a little shorter than Ariel there. I'm an average weight for a wood elf. I have a, a coppery, almost with a green tintish uh, kind of skin. My eyes are an emerald green. I have dark brown hair with an undercut. And today my hair is, is pulled back in an elf bun. Uh, and you can see the, uh, the undercut. And in my undercut is kind of this intricate, um, kind of like engraving in the, in the skin towards these like symbols just elfish symbols they don't really mean anything but they're they're very ornate and they they stand out on my skin uh, I'm currently wearing standard security um, uniform and I just stand there and I wave at Sunny so once I get over there I'll respond to Ariel <laughs> I, I look I smile when she shouts at me but I, and I kind of wave at you guys but I don't shout back <laughs> the melons are doing so great thank you for asking they're really I mean they're really flourishing they're so happy when I talk to them and everything's going great 
Well, how could they not be happy when you talk to them? I'm super happy when you talk to me. You're so nice. I'm so glad you're my friend. Thanks. <laughs> okay, now I, I choked on my soda. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very good. So you all uh, sit down, um, and it, you know, you, you sort of let Sunny get into her food a bit, um, and uh, after a few minutes of that, um, you see Rook. Uh, to describe it as striding would be overstating the amount of space he's taking up. Uh, sort of slinking in furtively to a place that everyone is allowed to be. Um, uh, and he seems to have just finished his class. Um, and uh, Andy, would you like to describe what they see when they look at Rook? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Rook, uh, Rook's, uh, he just kind of always looks nervous. He's hes looking around. He's hes just, you know, he's got the, the furtive glances on looking at everyone's eyes and seeing if they're looking at him, which they're probably looking at me. They're all probably looking at me. Um, anyway, uh, I got shortish black hair that I've chopped and I've recently been cutting because uh, just, yeah, it's, it makes me feel better. Um, I'm in my long black uh, professor robes um, and I'm carrying a few books and I'm very long, stridely sneaking uh, into the area trying to be quiet so that no one looks at me, no one notices me. Um, and then I accidentally trip real quick and I, I tumble my books onto the floor. Uh, and I just, my face just turns red. Um, and then it keeps turning red and it just turns more and more red. And it, it's, it's entirely red. It's, it's, it's tomato red then at this point. Uh, and I don't mean that as an exaggeration. It just means literally that's what my skin color is. Um, and I pick up my books and and uh, I, I go back over to my friends and I turn my skin back to a normal color that people like and that are okay with. Because um, I look like a human. I'm just I'm just like a human for all intents and purposes. Uh, and I sit down with my friends and I take a deep breath because I feel a bit safer with them. Hey, Rook. How did your class go? Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh... They ask too many questions. <laughs> um, like, isn't that the point, though, Rook? Like, you're a really good teacher. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's mostly, it's kind of the point, sure. Well, well anyway. I'm glad it went okay. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, how are the melons? They're doing so good. They're so happy when I talk to them, and everything's just really great. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah. Meldor, how are you doing? I'm really wondering when we get to eat those melons. I was kind of well, wondering the same thing. You yeah. know, melons take a while to grow, and everybody comes ripe when they're ready. Sometimes that's a little slower for some of us, and sometimes it's a little faster. The melons, it might be a little slower. I am so ripe, you guys. You have no idea. Have you grown a lot recently? I don't know. Like, have I? Oh my, oh my god, like, Neldor, measure me. Uh, Arya's gonna stand up really quick. I'm not going to measure you again. But I might have grown in like the last five minutes. You don't even know. Come on. No, you didn't. It's the exact same before Sunny got here. Ah, <sighs> Sunny, I guess it only works on melons, but I still love you, talking to you. You might be full grown, but that doesn't mean you can't do growing on the inside, right? Or I can't become a melon. Like, I think it can still become a melon. You have no idea. Um... I mean, academically yeah, speaking, yeah, yeah, I don't think you can become a melon. Well, I mean, Rook, it's good for everybody to have goals, right? And if Those that's goals are unachievable. I mean, <laughs> that's not... Some goals are more realistic than other goals, but all goals are good to have. Really? All goals? Yeah, of course. And I would totally be the sweetest melon, you guys, and so big. She's going to keep on going along in this vein for a long time. 
Anyways. All goals are valuable. And somehow not having noticed her, um, the tall, willowy figure of all of your mentor and friend and confidant, um, Lethereal Gandil, is standing there now looking at you, smiling. I'm sure you would make a wonderful melon if you wished to, Ariel. Ariel will sort of turn suddenly at uh, Lethereal and in a much quieter voice say, oh, oh, like, thanks. Thank you, Lethereal. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I am through the last of the preparations for going to the outside, going through the doors. Um, the instructor was very eager to show me the correct way to use a short sword to kill someone. Oh. <laughs> That's a great thing to be taught. Uh, Here. yeah, it's good to know that just in case. Just in case, like, she can't make someone explode with her mind. Come on. I know this is lethargical we're talking about. I mean, hopefully there won't be any exploding or stabbing. Right? If, that would if be there preferable. is lethargical, it would be okay if there was, of course. But, you know, just maybe, maybe not a lot. Lethereal, have, have you considered if I can come with you? Please, can I come with you? I want to go see stuff. Why? You know, Why would you want to go outside? You know just, very uh, well... It's logical. That's just silly. ...that the doors will not admit you. You were not chosen for this one, though you may be sometime soon. I know, but you're, like, super powerful. Couldn't you, like, talk to the doors or something? I am afraid such a thing is well beyond me. <sighs> All right. But come, I... I, told I, you. I, I wish to enjoy my time with you all before I head out. Uh, I see that you have eaten, though. Rook, have you gotten any food? Oh, no, that's what I was forgetting. Uh, food, yeah. Where do we get the food? Is it over there with the food? Uh, uh, Ariel will sort of spin. shove her half-eaten tray in front of Rook and say, you can have some of mine! Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah, great. Problem solved. Uh, don't... I'm sure you need a full meal, Rook. No, this is great. No, yeah, this is really good. Lethereal, have you eaten? Um, yes. For some reason, the security circuit had decided it was a good idea to cater the instructional session on jabbing a short sword between someone's ribs. Oh, yes. I I apologize. I did forget about that. What did you find it pleasant? We want to make sure that you're well fed and rested. You have a big day. Yes, the food was fine. It was a bit disconcerting as they kept encouraging me to eat as they stabbed the dummy, but you know. <clears throat> they can't be a little overzealous. Is that where a short sword goes? Um, between the ribs? God, I could use some uh, ribs right now. That sounds good. Ariel will shove another seemingly, like, just summoned plate of food near you that has ribs on it, but, like, half-eaten. <laughs> from from behind, Ariel, you hear, I was eating that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she takes no notice, and she's like, Brooke, you should have some of these. They're super good. Well, oh, sweet she'll thing. turn to the guy behind her and say, weren't they really good? They were, like, super good, right? They... They, they were, they were, they were, they were quite. <sighs> you see him get up and head back to the front of the room where the food is. There's food up there. You should get some. Yeah, I. <sighs> so yeah, you're now eating this pilfered food. Lethereal is sort of shaking her head concernedly at the fact that Oriel has just stolen this poor young man's food. Um, and yeah, you you all somewhat talk. Um, what would any of you like to be talking to Lethereal about? Ariel definitely is going to keep asking questions about the outside. Um, 
you know, just like, like, what, what do you know about it? Like, what's out there that, like, like, nobody else knows about? I, I, I rather think that uh, Neldor would be a better resource for that than I. He's been working in security longer than I have. Arya will turn and uh, look at Neldor with, like, this wide-eyed, like, tell-me-everything-you-know kind of look. I think you get this look about three times a day. Uh, three t- three times a meal, I should say. Yes. Ariel, we've, we've been through this. I, you know I can only tell you so much. And I've told you that amount of information over and over. Oh, come on. I can be, like, totally quiet about things. She'll say this at, like, a decibel level that, like, breaks people's eardrums that are three feet away from... Okay, what do you want to know? Like, what's out there? Like, who's out there? Are there, like, people like us? Like, eating like like we are right now? Oh, my God. She'll I'm be ch- sh- chewing on her rib as she says this. Which is odd because Rook has now oddly just stopped eating completely at the mention of that. Um, well... You know, we, unfortunately, not much information is available as not all of the reconnaissance missions have been successful. Lethereal's face gets obviously slightly pained for just a moment. Um, we're hoping with this new expedition we will be able to answer more of your questions, Ariel. Maybe. And with that, Neldor just kind of looks down at the table. Maybe we should spend our time together talking about more pleasant things. Not that the outside isn't pleasant, I'm sure. I'm sure it's very pleasant and everybody is very happy there, aside from, you know, the Blighted Lands and the monstrosities. Those are, they might be happy too. They're probably oh, happy too, right? Yeah, but maybe we should just die. Okay. Ariel exactly. Right. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Lethariel. Lethariel will turn around and pat Lethariel on the shoulder. I'm so sorry. I didn't oh my gosh, I'm gonna stop talking right now. Like right now. Like yeah. oh my gosh, right now. Maybe we could just reminisce about happy things from the past since Lethariel's gonna be gone for a while and I'm sure she'll be totally fine and everything will be great, but you know, just we're gonna I'm gonna miss her. I'm gonna miss you, Lethariel. You're uh, coming back, right? I will certainly endeavor to do so, and I will miss all of you as well. She, despite the, the pained look, she is smiling um, again. Uh, it, it should be noted that you all are in a group called an assembly, so you're unmarried members of the Conclave. You continue to sort of live and work in a group, and that's why you all have known each other for so long. Um under Lethereal, uh, but no new members have been added for many years since she's uh, no longer working in the education circuit, and that means that you four are actually like the last members of her assembly, um, and she's very, very fond of you all. She, she does look sad to be leaving you, I would say. You can kind of get that feeling. Um, but happy to be getting to spend time with you. Do we do we know uh, why she's going? Like, do we know what the doors asked her to do? The council has the mission she's being sent on. The council has determined that the most likely mission is to reconnoiter, provide basic reconnaissance. It has been some years since the most recent mission. Several years ago, never came back. Um. It's been more than 10 years since we've had any news from the outside. Um, they wish me to go and find out what I can, be fairly cautious, given that the last one disappeared, and if possible to find out more about the magical academy that we heard something about over the last decade having been founded. They're very excited that magic may be coming back to the world. Yeah, yeah, that's like the official, that's what you're supposed to be doing, of course, yeah. 
but like, I mean, you're gonna stray from the course just a little bit, aren't you? I mean, poke your nose in pieces. Brooke. The doors don't know where you're poking, right? Brooke, I do believe the doors have a certain mission in mind, and when you veer off the path of the mission, you're not prepared for things. Yeah, but that's just the thing. Like, if the doors had something in mind, but uh, would they tell you the entirety of it, or would they just tell you what you needed to know, the pieces of it, uh, uh, the, 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 the puzzle pieces that you're going to put together when you're out there? I mean, the doors would tell you to do one thing, but you, they just might be leading you somewhere. I'm really bad at puzzles, you guys, but I can still, like, help you, Lothariel, like, figure out the puzzle, like, team effort. Lothariel will smile at again all of you as always there is latitude provided to the quester themselves some choices must be made considerations of what to do where to go next but my mission overall we believe is merely to find information about the outside world this time and how long that takes me may depend normally we would insist on a very close mission just going to Gotwheel to the west of us, but in light of my abilities, they feel more comfortable with me asking with more discretion once I get to Gotwheel. Real quick, is is she the only one going? Yes. Uh, while okay. normally it'd probably it's be group. it's probably more usual to say, yeah, it's normally like two to five people. Um uh-huh. In this case, she was the only one selected. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. She's going to be fine. I mean, she's like... She's like ten levels above us. I, I mean, even... like upstairs. Like, she's like upstairs from where I sleep. I like the Not... meta-commentary attempting to go on here. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to be the Adam, all right? Oh, <laughs> but you're gonna be really careful, right? Anyways, just in case. Of course, I will exercise all the caution that I can, and, and maybe just a little extra. Perhaps just a little extra for you, Sonny. And anyway, I know that if something should happen. I have confidence that the next time someone was selected, they would come look for me. But sometimes there's really big uh, time gaps in between people being selected, so maybe don't count on that and just be extra super careful. You're like totally coming back, Lethariel, like, and you're gonna like tell us all about it when you do, right? Of course. I look forward to that celebration. Getting to sit and talk about what I've seen, everything that I've heard. That will that will be wonderful. What does her demeanor seem like? Does she yeah, seem yeah. like she means that? Give me an insight roll. Um, Ariel will not. Like, TJ wants to do an insight roll. Ariel's not. She totally takes out that face. Ten. Yeah, um, she she seems to. Since you sort of made the full insight roll um, with that 10, I'll say. You feel like she's telling the truth, like she's actually looking forward to going. Um, and she's also genuinely looking forward to returning and telling you about the outside world. OK. And certainly, I guess, the other thing that you might be tangentially going into, that is certainly her intent. Yeah, it will be it'll be really nice to have you back and to hear about, yeah, about the outside. Yes, it's, it will be. I. If I seem if I seem nervous, it's just I've spent so long studying magic, studying, teaching others, pouring over the secrets of these worlds. And then I realized that as much as I know about all of that, I know 
very little about the outside world. What? The town of Gotwheel has existed for the last century. It's where we go to to start our journeys and figure out what's going on, get a, some basic information, but it could be gone. We wouldn't know, and it just... It, it's a little intimidating. I mean, you don't really have a lot to worry about, though. I mean, you're, like, super powerful, and you know more than, like, anyone else that I do. But I can understand why that would be intimidating. The uncertainty of it, and the fact that you'll be cut off from everyone, that must be really scary. Or exciting. It could be exciting. It could be both. And I think that it is both. That's well said, Nelda. It's... It feels like such a wonderful opportunity to learn so much so quickly after so long a time. Come, let's... Let's head back to the rooms. I, I have many more things to prepare, but I wish to get to sit with you all and have one last drink. And as she says this, she sort of smiles and seems like really genuinely happy. Um, and the the leaves that decorate her robes uh, glow faintly with a sort of greenish gold light, which tends to happen a lot when she's happy. Okay. Um, as we're kind of walking then back, mm -hmm. um, if I can get her just sort of alone for a second. Yeah, if, if you if you trail a bit behind the group, she you know yeah. out of you know out of long experience, she will fall back with you. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, look, uh, look at the hey, hey, hey. Um, Look, I, I, I know we've talked about this before, and you've been a bit hesitant. I'm just... Have you thought any more about looking for my old family while you're out there? I... I have. I, I, have, I have considered your request, <laughs> Rook. I... My only concern is how to do that without revealing where we are, revealing who we are. But right. could you could you remind me what what might I look for? Where? Well that's that's sort of the trouble, right? I I I, I was so young, I don't I don't remember. Look, uh this necklace, uh and I have a like a black beaded necklace wrapped around my staff uh, and I show it to her with, there's kind of a, a small almost spiral-like symbol uh, on the locket part of it uh, this I think this is kind of the only connection I, I still really have um, and I, I, don't, I don't know what it means exactly and, and because of who I am I don't even know what they would look like they, they I I choose to look like this. I, I don't know if they would choose something similar. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, it's again, and it's just a thought. If you come across anything, I would love a little bit more information. She'll she'll reassuringly pat your shoulder. Yes, I will commit this symbol to memory, and I will keep an eye out for it wherever I go, and see if I hear anything about people with abilities like your own. Perhaps if I yeah. come across any changelings such as yourself, I can ask them if they know anything about the symbol. Uh, and I smile sort of coolly at her, but my shadow starts dancing entirely around me mm -hmm. uh, as if it's really, really happy. Yeah, she'll, so she'll lead you uh, back through um, the halls and to the sort of common room that you all share. You each have a separate bedroom off of it. And the space is much, much bigger than it would than is required for you all anymore. Okay, I almost was pressing the talk button while I coughed. Um... <laughs> 
And as as the the assembly has dwindled from thirty to twenty to ten to four now, there is much more space, and it's very quiet. And uh, you see Lethereal walk, touching the walls, uh, lighting um, the the lamps, which are shaped and wrought like leaves. Um, on trees, so that the whole room is sort of filled with this glowing forest of sunlight. Um, and she'll uh, pour out five small glasses of wine and hand each of you one and take one herself. And yes. I just want you to know that whatever happens, for I will be sunny even extra cautious. But one cannot truly know what will come to pass. I want you all to know that I am always proud of you. I always believe in you. And I always trust you to make the Conclave better. You raising generations of students is why I have hope for the future. And you all certainly contribute to that. And at that, she'll sort of raise her glass. Sunny raises her glass and is kind of sniffling. I'm just gonna miss you. And I will miss you. Brooke raises his glass too, yeah. Tips it back, drinks. Neldor, I'll raise my glass, but I hesitate to take a drink, and then I'll drink. Ariel um, will uh, actually have already finished drinking by the time the toast has ended, and be like, oh, whoops. (laughs) You all are good students, good people. I look forward to being able to share a glass again with you with good stories to talk about. Smiling at you, Ariel. Oh, oh my God. We are totally going to have so much to talk about. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Now, I am sorry to cut this short, but I should get some rest as all of you should as well. We have an early day since you're seeing me off and... I have a big day, as well as an early one. Yes. Well, you have such a good evening and get so much rest. Thank you, and she'll bow and uh, the doors close, and then, yeah, it's the four of you sitting in the common room. Uh, What would you like to do? Do you guys think she'll really be okay? I know that a lot of times people go go outside and it's it's fine right like it's totally fine and this is normal and everything's okay but do you think she'll be she will be so okay you know how powerful she is and she's the smartest person we know she will be so good yeah i mean most of most of them come back right and i mean except for that one you know yeah yeah She'll be fine. She's the most courageous I've come across. She will be fine. She's going to have so many stories when she gets back. Oh my god, I wish she could take me. I like walk by those doors every day, sometimes like three times just to make sure they're not going to choose me. I know. Yeah. But it's really good for you to, you know, have those goals, right? It's like my first favorite goal. My second favorite one is to be like the best melon. She'll like s- smile at you, Sunny. But my first goal is to like go outside. You would make a great melon. Just understand you can't combine the two goals. I can you be an outside make... melon. Like, not who says there aren't the melons doors. outside? No, but. I feel like we would want to keep you in here if you were a melon. Aren't melons supposed to, like, roam free across the fields or something? She'll look at Sunny like, is this right? (laughs) 
No, I think maybe you've misunderstood something, but that's okay. You know, we all misunderstand things sometimes. It's just melons are plants. They don't really roam a whole lot usually. Usually they're just growing in in the ground and kind of stationary. Maybe they roam when you're not looking. I mean, like, it could happen, right? I suppose, yeah. It could definitely happen. Anything's possible, right? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. I mean, not anything's possible. I mean, there's rules. There's guidelines of existence and life and reality. I'm with Rook on this one. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just that not anything's probable, but anything's possible. Right? Because, like, your shadow doesn't follow the rules, and look how happy it is. It it starts, like, jumping up and down, (laughs) like, on the ground. And I'm like, I just give it a look. It stops. I wish my shadow could do that. Ariel will try and make her shadow move, but she's just moving. It's not always that fun. All right. So would you all head to bed slash meditation? Uh, yeah. 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 If we pass the doors on our way down to wherever we're going, Ariel will, like, make two or three extra, like, across trips for the door. No, you're already you're in a common room that connects to your bedrooms. Okay, um, she'll so, think about doing that yeah. then. So you um, you head in and you go to bed and you know you actually sort of set little magical alarms uh, to wake you up um, bright and early. Uh, she'll be leaving uh, basically slightly before dawn outside. Um, so, you know, you sort of just have enough time, uh, to get there or as you'll, you'll have just enough time to get a full rest in, um, and then get over to the doors. Um, yeah. Before our dawn or outside's dawn? Your dawn is synchronized with outside's dawn. How do we know an outside's dawn is? The magic has been running for a very long time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you all... Head off to sleep. And yeah, um, you all have pleasant dreams and you wake up and you're all sort of waking up and probably the first one of you that's up will be um, Neldor because you just need to meditate and then you hear the others uh, stirring and yeah, it's your alarms are going off. It's it's about time to get up and head out. All right. That's what I do. Ariel, who is not usually a morning person, is being very, very diligent this morning and uh, has all of her like clothes laid out because she wants to see Lothariel. Excellent. Uh, so, Rook, I think you're, sir, you're the first one heading out. Um, the doors won't open. As in your the common, my the common room doors that lead it's, out to the rest so of the stronghold. Okay. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, did it feel locked? Or something? I mean, is there a lock on it? There aren't locks on them. Neldor's gonna uh, look at Rook. And say, what's, what's the hold up? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Is there a latch that I'm not seeing? Uh, maybe I just forgot how to open the doors? Good morning, um, you guys. How are things? Why are we all out here still? Uh, are we gonna go? I don't know. Um, this feels this feels weird. Um, oh my! You didn't have to wait for me. No, I, no one was waiting for you, but I can't open the oh. I can't open the doors. Uh, Ariel will oh. sort of join. Oh my god, you guys! It's so early. Sunny's gonna try to push the doors open. What are you doing? Yeah, they don't they don't budge. Um, so there uh, might just be a little bit of a, a thing. Um, the doors don't yeah. want to, don't want to open. Oh my God. Let me try. I'm going to like yeah. try and Feels shove bad. the doors open uh, with as much strength as I can muster. Give which me is a, a lot. Give me a strength I am, check. I am a six foot tall dragon bar. Yeah. Give me a strength uh, check. I don't like this. Uh, I don't like this. Ooh, trapped. It's okay, Rook. Yeah. I feel trapped. I just... It'll be okay. You're not trapped. We'll figure this out. So as a... As Ariel, like, sort of full tilt shoulder into the door, and you just sort of bounce off. 
You oh my god, stupid doors. You feel like you could feel it shift just a little bit, but it didn't open. Maybe if we all work together? Oh my god, yeah, like totally teamwork. Only I'm going to use my other shoulder because that really hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay, I have two shoulders for a reason. Right, exactly. Um, so, so, yeah. so if all... Uh, how are you all working together? Are you like all pushing against the door simultaneously? We're yeah, all pushing I mean, against Ariel, who's against the door. You're no. all pushing I Ariel, like who is against. Yeah, I, I that like that. that. <laughs> okay, you're 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 battering ramming the dragon. All right, um, Ariel. Fine, we can do that. Re reroll that again with advantage this time. You don't have okay. to click anything. It's just auto rolling. All right, nineteen. So, you sort of back up now, like. 10 feet back from the door and everyone is sort of like getting a hand on you and you all like, just, you know, wind up and run and charge and you smash through the door um, and you just <laughs> obliterate the thing off of its hinges um, and it splinters to the ground and you're just sort of lying now in a heap um, outside the assembly room. Hey, <sighs> good work, you guys. Oh, that's fantastic. That's uh, totally what team. a shoulder is for. We'll have to get maintenance down here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, can I examine the doors now that we're in the hallway and see if I can figure out why they were stuck? Yeah, I mean, so you don't see anything. Uh, give me an investigation check overall, actually. Five. You see, you don't <laughs> you don't really see anything on the door frame. Um, and the door's kind of in shards, so you're not really sure. It's really weird, but we should definitely get maintenance down here. But first we have to see Lefariel off. Right, like, exactly. That's the most important point. Yeah. yeah. Let's, we'll hit maintenance on the way back. Right. And we'll tell them that the doors need to be changed, right? We won't just hit them. Oh, I think it was a figure of speech. Yes. I don't think we're gonna hit anyone. Just like lightly tap, but pretend to hit. Got it. And she'll wink at you, funny. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. Let's go see Lethereal. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So you're making your way through the hallway, and, it, and through the hallways and the sort of the, the passages, and it's probably three turnings like three hallways and turns before you realize something. You haven't seen anyone else, nor have you heard anyone else. Where is uh, everyone? Like, oh my gods, you guys. Maybe everyone's just still asleep. I mean, it's early. Right? It's, it's so early. Yeah. No, no, no. Farmers it's, it's are not up that early. Already, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Rock. Farmers uh, should be up. There should there should be security even just going to and from their shifts. What where this is very peculiar. Uh, uh, well, are we near like a like the mess hall at all, or um, so yeah, have you, a large congregating? So area? the the first main area you could get to uh, would actually be yeah the dining hall. Um, that's closer to you than say like the doors or the library. Yeah, I'll I'll rush into that area then. Yeah, you you run in. Um, there's should be people eating breakfast. There's here. no one there. There's uh, plates on the table. There's pots on unlit uh, stoves, but there's no people. Uh, is there f food on the plates? Uh, no. Like they were mid meal. No, there's no there's no food, but there's sort of almost a crust of food and there's implements by it. What do you mean crust of food? Like a little piece? Like old food? More like that, if you'd have to guess. Uh, how old do I think this... F like, is there dust everywhere, or...? There's not much dust, actually. 
But then there also wouldn't be because Stronghold essentially cleans itself. Like a vacuum. Mm. So this is what do I think weird. about the? Yeah, like I'd like to look closer at the food and see if I I'm trying to decide what check that would be. Medicine feels yeah. wrong. Nature feels disconcerting. Um, let's just go with investigation. Okay. <laughs> eleven. All right, eleven. eleven. Um, you're not really sure. Um, old, like not a couple days. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, maybe yeah. everyone's just seen her off. Maybe we yeah. just head to the doors. Actually, I that's, think that's a good idea. That is a point. That is pretty normal to, um, to for everyone who's possibly able to to see off someone who's leaving on an expedition. Though it wouldn't really explain the very old food. Yeah, Maybe it was like crusty <laughs> breakfast day. Like I don't know. Sometimes the food is weird. Um, how far is like um the security office from where the mess hall? Uh, so the security office, I'm just simplifying an overall map, would basically be a different turning than going to the main doors, but it would be a similar distance. Okay. Um, I, 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 you know, I kind of, this is just very disconcerting. I, we would keep records if something had happened. I, I feel like I need to go check in with the security team. Uh, wait, no, we're going to miss Lothariel. Like, maybe they're just all there. We, we need to go there first. Like, the records will stay where they are. I mean, yeah, that's what we're hoping, right? Let's just go there. If everyone's there, then that's fine. And then we got nothing to worry about. I really need to memify. Nothing is very uneasy with the situation right now. I need to memify a DM's reaction to party split. I think we should all stay together, though. I mean, just in case something bad is going on. You know, I'm sure there's not. But if there was, we should just we should just all stick together. Incidentally, are there like, um, I guess like ASMR like in this place that we know of? Or like basically I'm asking if there are celestial fiends or fae that I would have known and seen on a regular basis in this structure. There are certainly both uh, tieflings and ASMR, um, though neither of okay, those so really count for those. For like okay. most of the spells, they are they are humanoid. Um, I tend to just rule it that you sort of feel a, at most a little like half sensation from them. So even if I could get a half sensation, I'm just going to divine sense. Okay. So basically any celestial fiend or fae uh, within. So I think it requires line of sight. Uh, I don't think so. so the, I forget which one. I think, yeah, like detect magic or detect, uh, yeah, are ones that do that, but I don't know about divine sense. I'm looking it up now. Sorry, I didn't uh, write a uh... Uh, 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover. Total cover, okay. So anything that's on the other side of a wall from you has total cover from you. Um, okay. So it would basically be, given that you're in sort of hallways, it would be... Uh, no, total it just cover appeared. at that point. Yeah, well, I meant... But given that you're standing in hallways, it would be 60 feet of you could see them. <laughs> like, okay. This is more helpful if someone's, like, hiding in bushes or invisible. Okay, never mind then. So yeah, but you don't have to have used that, given given that you would understand how it works. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, what do you want to do? Do you want to um, head to the security office, head to the doors, um, uh, do both? Ariel definitely wants to go at least 
to the doors first to make sure that Lothariel isn't just like there with a whole bunch of people and she's leaving and we'll miss her. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll look to Sunny, kind of see what her reaction is. Naldor, are you okay with us going to the doors first? I know I'm getting a bad feeling about this too. I don't think... I, I don't think it's going to have a real clean resolution if we go to the doors, but maybe Lutheria will be there at least. Agreed. We'll go to the doors. And I can always check the records after. Okay. Very good. You make your way then towards the doors through the hallways that you've walked through basically for most of you every day of your lives and for you rook the vast majority of the days of your life and yet they feel oddly different you've never seen them without other people there's no sight there's no sound and you walk and turn the corner and face the massive doors and the sort of huge entrance hallway and see no one though not nothing the stone is scorched in places there are broken remnants of furniture but certainly no signs of life has been Helpful Goat Gaming presents Tear Beyond the Door. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and would like more, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast, listening to our long-form campaign on the podcast Goats and Dragons, catching us on twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat, and on Twitter at helpfulgoat. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>